You're listening to the Counter Culture Mom Show. Our kids are under fire every day with the media and pop culture persuading them to give up their faith and Christian values. Stay tuned now as former Hollywood actress and pop culture expert Tina Griffin helps you counter these messages and safely navigate today's pop culture chaos. This is a glimpse of our next guest's life years ago. We had lit a forest on fire. We were stoned out of our senses. My sister was calling 911 as I watched the flames dance across the twilight sky, consuming everything in their path. I realized they represented my life. In my pursuit of pleasure and partying, I had ignited an addiction worse than any forest fire. After five arrests, a dozen allegations, a V squad of cop cars chasing me down Center Street, and years of worshiping all the wrong things which led me to the brink of death, I finally found hope in life. This is a story of how the initially enthralling and sometimes humorous pursuits of drugs, sex, and success cannot satisfy in the way they promise, but there is one who can. Saved from the clutches of addiction and from near death, Michael Hale has shared his story in 35 countries. He holds a master's degree in intercultural studies and community development from Wheaton College. Michael has a passion to support those facing addiction, helplessness, depression, and suicide. He volunteers in jails, detention centers, schools, and churches. This is the Counterculture Mom Show. I'm your host, Tina Griffin. And this week, we're going to nail overcoming drugs and alcohol addiction with counselor Michael Hale. Michael, how you doing today, buddy? I am wonderful this morning and happy to be with you. Yes, thank you for jumping in the mix. Now, you're two hours behind me. You got up early for this interview here. I am excited for you to share your story. You got to tell us, did you literally set a forest on fire? Yes. So we were visiting my grandma in California and I had just started using weed and we, in my grandma's backyard, it opens up into like public forest land and there's a train that goes through it. And I always thought it was grandma's train. And I thought my grandma was the coolest person in the world. And my friend and I went back there and we're smoking. And before we knew it, we'd lost our bag of weed and the sun had set by the time we we still hadn't found it, we were looking everywhere for it. And I had spent $50 on it. And so as a teenager, that's a lot of money as someone who's 14 years old. And I, I told my friend, we need to find this uh, before we go home. And so we had the ingenious idea of using our lighters to create torches. And we looked like little stoned cavemen out in the woods, lighting these little torches and searching everywhere. And before long, the brush fire lit fire to a, a bush and the bush lit fire to a tree. Mm -hmm. And the forest fire was just blazing in every direction. And when we were trying to stomp it out, it would just spread the flames even further. And our only choice was to call the police. So before we knew it, an armada of police cars and ambulances and fire trucks were swarming onto the property and fighting this fire. And what I realized when I looked at those flames was that I had ignited an addiction in my own life that I couldn't put out. Just like we couldn't put that fire out, no matter what we tried, we were stopping and dropping and rolling. We were doing everything we could think of and nothing we did worked and it's the same way with drugs it promises you pleasure yet the more you have the more you need and at some point you can't function without it and it literally is like lighting a fire that you can't put out on your own 
So when you lit this forest on fire, did that make national news? It did not. No, we were uh, we were imagining, you know, in the headlines, two stone he- stoners light forest on fire. We were imagining it, but when we got there, I mean, my mom was working with the fire chief, and she told him at least everything she knew of what happened. And she was just advocating for us. And when we finally got there, uh, he could see all of our leg hairs were burned off. We were singed from trying to put the fire out. And he just had so much compassion on us. He said, you know what? I was a teenager once too. So was this the wake up call or was it that you started a forest on fire and you still had the drug problem? Or was this like, I am done with my life causing massive chaos. It's time to grab the bull by the horns and go after this addiction and get the help I need. Please tell me you chose that one. No more fires. (laughs) This wasn't even step one of the call. I had to do... So I had to get in so much more trouble before I could finally stop because I kept believing, I kept buying into the lie of our culture that drugs are going to make you happy, that hedonism is the answer to purpose in life and hedonism is not. It just leaves you needing more and materialism is not. But you, some people have to do the stupid thing continually and experience the best it has to offer before they learn, okay, really, there's nothing in this. And I I learned that I had everything the drug life had to offer. I was getting paid to party and college students were envious of me and, and other high school students were envious of me because of the life I had. But at my core, I couldn't have been more empty. And the more I worked my way up in that lifestyle, the more money I had, the more parties I went to, the more girls I hooked up with, the more empty I felt. And it was like, I was running a race to see who could screw up their life the most and I was winning it. And that was probably eating you up on the inside. Um, Here's a wild curveball question for you. What did your parents do? Were they both part of your life at this time? And what did your parents do right as far as loving you through your chaos? And what do you wish your parents would have done differently that could have helped you possibly come to the conclusion earlier, if anything? Yeah, they never gave up on me and they prayed for me. And there would be weeks or weekends where their prodigal child would just disappear and not come home. And Mm -hmm. I was, it went from weed to not being able to function without drugs. So over the counter substances to hard drugs, heroin, cocaine, meth, to acid and ecstasy. And, and, through all of it, they never gave up on me and they would just pray for me and they would keep, they kept trying to bring, they kept trying to bring me to church, which wasn't the same thing as bringing God to me, which is what I needed. So that's what they could have done better was pray with me and sit with me. And they they did try to talk to me, but a lot of the time it was just frustration. Just, you are destroying your life. And there's nothing we can do or say to get through to you. What are we supposed to do? So instead of your parents coming to you and saying, you're screwing up your life, wake up before you lose the rest of your life, you wish they would have been more um, praying with you to help you overcome 
the drug addiction to help introduce you to Jesus, more loving and less reminding of what you're messing up on? It, it's a hard balance. We need people to speak, especially our parents, to speak into our lives with truth, love, and wisdom. And so I needed the truth. Like there's, we need the hard rebukes. We need to be told, hey, this is destroying you and I love you and I can't stand it. I can't stand to see this thing destroy the person I love. Yep. So you have to get out of this. But instead of the answer being, we'll bring you to church. Uh, there's so much more to a relationship with God than going to church. And a lot of that is bringing God into your home. And I think if, if I would have seen that more, uh, if I would have seen their prayers, if I would have seen my mom, you know, crying for me at night and praying, that would have made a much bigger difference than going and listening to an old man talk about God in a way that wasn't relevant. There's so many materials <laughs> that God is everything we're looking for, but we need to, to learn about him in a way that's palatable. And kids don't always know where to find those resources. So if their parents can bring it to them, like this show, like how we're talking about God, it makes sense. It hits home. It addresses what's going on in our lives that our schools are telling us, our friends are telling us that drugs and sex and partying are the answer to life and that all we have is this life. And so we turn to those things and there's not a lot of voices telling us, hey, those things are fleeting and temporary and they'll never hit the mark. And they're just lying to you. And the more you do them, the more enslaved you become. That's how Titus talks about it. Okay, yeah, you're dropping the bomb. Um, hold on to that debris. When we come back after this commercial break, we're going to be talking about the reasons people turn to drugs and how to find true freedom right after this. The Jace case is a pack of five antibiotics. We put these antibiotics together very purposefully. They were curated in a way that covers the most common as well as the most deadly bacterial infections that you might encounter. In addition, it includes a guidebook to the safe use of the medications that is written in a way that's accessible for most people to be able to look up what their symptoms are and what the proper medication is to take. The idea behind the Jace case is to allow everyone to be better prepared medically, to be empowered to care for themselves. Since the pandemic began, our healthcare industry has had to transform from receiving medication to physician visits. Everything changed. Jace Medical is dedicated to providing proper access to medications before you need them. This protects against issues during travel or disruptions with supply chains, natural disasters, and other emergency situations that have proven to overwhelm our healthcare system. Secure your own supply of medication with ease and peace of mind. Use code TINA for a discount at jacemedical.com. Have you ever wanted to start a charity or ministry? Launching a nonprofit can be time consuming, expensive, and overwhelming. If you have a vision and mission, but don't know where to start or how to raise donations, Capstone Legacy Foundation is your solution. Their ministry charity project allows you to receive tax-free donations without the expense and hassle of forming your own 501c3 and in less than 48 hours. This ministry partnership fund is exactly how Counterculture Ministries got its start and we grew quickly. Capstone Legacy Foundation handles all your legal and accounting paperwork, allowing you time to develop the ministry and message God gave you. Call Capstone today at 610-688-8890 or check out capstonelegacy.org for more information. And tell them Tina sent you. 
Partner with Capstone Legacy Foundation to transform our culture for Christ and get your nonprofit started today. Get your hands on this live recorded four-hour Hollywood Exposed series download and listen with your teens today. This message provides an eye-opening, in-depth look at today's pop culture and the effects it has on our kids. This is a must for any parent with children who have a tech gadget. Watch Netflix, ingest social media, play video games, and use apps. That should pretty much cover every kid in America. Get this series for your family and another one for a family with teens, tweens, or toddlers. It makes an excellent gift. The topics covered in this Hollywood Exposed series are how TV shows and movies promote identity crisis and gender confusion, how celebrities promote Satanism and witchcraft in today's music, how video games, sexting, bullying, and social media impact our children, and how to safeguard your home from today's harmful entertainment. Download this Hollywood Exposed series from our Counterculture Mom website today and tune in with your kids immediately. Just go to counterculturemom.com and click on that store tab. Let's rewrite Hollywood script for our kids. All right, Mr. Hale, you are freed from drugs today. We're going to talk about that in a minute. But first, describe to us drug abuse among youth is a high profile concern today, especially with COVID, the chaos that's erupted, broken families, just a lot of corruption. What's happening along the lines of drug use among our teens and why are drugs so easy to come by? So the World Drug Report showed that 15, everyone ages 15 to 65, drug use is increasing in all of those age groups. It's obvious since the pandemic that alcohol consumption has increased. You can see it everywhere you look. Mm-hmm. But what we don't realize is over the past three years, that drug abuse in middle schoolers has gone up 61%. Wow. And then two out of every three high school seniors have abused alcohol. Now that may not seem like a big deal, but it's a slippery slope. Once you start turning to that, some people can never stop. And so what causes people to turn to this lifestyle? I, in human development, we have four things that influence us most. There's our informal education. So that's what the news is teaching us. That's what our friends are teaching us. That's what our social groups are teaching us. That's what Hollywood is teaching us. And that influences us. And and we see it in the movies that sex and finding the perfect partner and, you know, going to alcohol every time you're stressed out is the answer to your problems. And that's what cool people do. And that's what normal people do. So informal education teaches us this is the lifestyle we want. But then we also have formal education. So our schooling systems are our formal education. And they're teaching us that we came from a bomb. So our origin is a cosmic mishap. And there's no meaning or purpose to it. We're an accident. Yes. We're a cosmic blip. Yeah. And then we die. We turn to dirt and lose everything we've ever worked for in our lives. And that's the most depressing narrative because our beginning and end are meaningless. Yes. And they teach us we're just sophisticated animals, but then they get mad at us when we act like one. They teach <laughs> us natural selection, which is that we just exist to devour and eat the weak, that we there's there's no meaning to our existence except to eat, drink, and be merry for tomorrow we die, and it's all gone. And so non-formal education, that's the next one, is our religious teaching. Now, our religious teaching teaches us God made us, and he put us here for a reason, and he loves us, and he cares about us. And after we die, 
there is hope for eternity. There's hope for something more that's way better than what's on this world. And we've seen glimpses of God, like God came to our planet and he died and he rose from the dead. And there's thousands of witnesses and tens of thousands of manuscripts. So at the same time, we're taught this hope in God and we're taught this hopelessness in secularism and we're never taught to sort the two out. Right. So we have this cognitive dissonance. Which then would cause somebody to go out there and start doing drugs and alcohol. Totally. Yeah, it's all meaningless anyway. So why not just eat, drink and be merry? Absolutely. And then the last, the last form of education is socialization. And that's what our parents model to us. That's what we watch as we're growing up, how people respond to problems. Do they pray in front of us? Do they read God's word and use that to sort with their problems? Or do they turn to substances to resort to their problems? Do they turn to doctors? Do they turn, and I don't have anything against doctors, but it, we learn from what's modeled to us. And a lot of the time we don't see people turn to God. It's never modeled to us how to do that. We just see churchgoers and we think that's all Christianity is. We don't realize it's all real. All the miracles we read about are still happening today. Why do you think that is? Uh, why do I think what is? Why do you think um, people don't show God to their kids and be the model that they should be? Mm. I think that pride has something to do with it. Mm. The fact it's scary to... to I mean, our quiet time is the most intimate time we have, our time with God. When we're exposing our hearts and praying to him our fears and insecurities, parents are supposed to have all the answers. And the reality is, is we don't. We're just little beings that are dependent on God, too. And the beautiful thing is that he does have all the answers. And it is scary to have someone see us on our knees crying before God. But if they can see that, they see our relationship with him is real. It's the center point of our life. It's where we find our answers too. So well said. I'm thoroughly enjoying our conversation today. Um, you say most people turn to drugs for a variety of reasons. You gave a couple. What are some other reasons people turn to drugs? The desire to fit in is a huge one. The desire to be cool, the de desire to be seen. Sometimes people just want to numb the pain. They don't know they can actually solve the pain, or the problems in their life. They don't know that God cares about them and has a plan for them and a purpose for their lives and wants to help them. And he made them for a reason. They just think this is all overwhelming and I don't know how to process it. So I'm just going to make myself feel good while I can. And they don't realize that those dopamine dumps in the brain, they cost, they always cost as much or more than what they give. And people only see the short-term reward and they don't see the long-term costs. Yes. Yes. Okay. Your life, when you start a forest on fire at the age of 14, doing all sorts of drugs, what was the turning point in your life where it was an aha moment where you gave your life to the Lord and things started to drastically change? I 
that took a long time for me. God literally busted me out of jail. God, oh. my parents, after my second DUI, got a lawyer for me. Like by this point, they should have, you know, kicked me out of the house. They shouldn't have wanted anything to do with me. But uh, instead, they paid a lawyer for me, and he stood and defended me. And it was literally the gospel lived out. It was someone who's guilty, one hundred percent, has this person defending them, standing on their behalf, proving them innocent. And, and and that's what Jesus does with us before God's throne. He ensures our innocence, even though we're guilty. All right, I got a couple more questions before I let you go. You are changing lives left and right. I can't leave people hanging. We're going to talk to Michael about some resources, tips, tools, and a book that we got to get our hands on right after this. Have you noticed the ever-alarming 400,000 cell towers that have gone up in the United States alone? How about the electronics that reside in every room of our homes and Wi-Fi that runs 24-7? 5G cell phones are carried in our pockets hours on end. Common complaints are ringing in the ear, sleep deprivation, palpitations, headaches, memory loss, and so much more. Redemption Shield is on the cutting edge of offering products that protect your family from electromagnetic and microwave radiation, from Faraday bags, earthing bed sheets, Wi-Fi router covers, hats, scarves, bed sanctuaries. This will not be going away anytime soon. We will continue to see only faster speeds, 6G, 7G, and more exposure to EMF than any time in our history. Start protecting yourself now. Go to RedemptionShield.com and get grounded and shielded today. Use code TINA and save 10%. RedemptionShield.com. We're a well-funded Christian entertainment company that's making world-class games for children. And what we're doing is unique because we're building top-notch gaming content that competes with the top of the stuff on the App Store, but that contains God's truth. Whether it's games that are biblical or games that come out of a new world we've created called the Rimverse. I was looking out at the world and I got bothered by a few things. Anxiety, suicide, and depression rates are all-time highs for children, which exactly parallels the rise of social media on smartphones. I noticed that for the first time in American history, less than half of Americans go to church. While over 60% of people in this country, over 40, believe in God, that for children, well, it's only 32%. As a parent, and I'm a parent, and there's a lot of parents out there that we hear this from that want the True Play solution, there's nowhere they can take their kids to deliver them high quality entertainment, something that they're actually gonna enjoy and use, but that also contains God's truth, that contains the values that they hold dear. That's why we're doing True Play. I am glad you are drug-free today. God has so much in store for you and your life and your willingness to share where you came from because a lot of people like to keep their stories hidden and what are people going to think and they're not humble. I love humble people because you're the type of person I would listen to in a heartbeat. If you would speak right now in front of 5,000 kids, you could hear a pin drop with your story because they want someone who's real. And you go deep. So I just want to encourage you, keep walking with the Lord. You have such a massive testimony. God kept you alive for a reason. You didn't burn that day in the forest. Hopefully you had good relationship with your grandma afterwards, but that fire is out of your life. Praise the Lord. You have a fantastic okay. book that's out there. Tell us about what's in it and how it's going to help us. It's called Pursued. Okay, so this book talks about everything from why you get into drugs to 
how you can heal from them to where God is in all the mix and all the mess of real life. It's a journey that we go on together. So it's it's not just a teaching book. It's literally, I've had people tell me, I've had moms and grandmas tell me, I read your book and I understand my grown adult kid who struggles with alcoholism for the first time. I've been trying to help them for decades and I've never been able to break through. I've never been able to get it or understand why. And now I do. And now I'm actually able to be there for them. But then the kids read it and they say, I feel understood for the first time in my life. And I also feel like there's hope for me. And I also see that God cares about me, even though I feel so messed up that he shouldn't care about me anymore. Also, your website, we can learn more about your life, your public speaking, you speak all over the place. Tell us more. What can we find at michaeljhale.com? And that's H-E-I-L.com. So Tina, I've been working on a companion guide because the number one thing that has been proven to increase resilience in youth at risk is connection, a deep, meaningful, transparent connection with a stable adult. And that partnership, just one adult investing in one kid can actually change their life. And so the companion guide's designed for a parent to build that relationship with their kid, to talk about all the hard stuff and why it's happening and what can I do about it as a parent. Michael, you gave us some great things to chew over today, and I know it's going to help a lot of people. So watch all four episodes, everybody. You rock. Keep saving lives around America. You're doing a fantastic job, young man. Thank you, Tina. Same to you. Thanks for joining us for the Counterculture Mom Show with your host, Tina Griffin. For over two decades, Tina has traveled the globe exposing how pop culture is glamorizing harmful behaviors without showing the consequences and how these messages are wreaking havoc on today's youth. Through radio, TV, podcasts, and our app, Counterculture Ministries is reaching millions every week with a biblically-based message for hope for today's teens and their parents. But we can't do that without your faithful prayer and financial investment. If you appreciate the ministry of Tina and Counterculture Ministries, would you prayerfully consider a generous gift right now? We have a donor matching dollar for dollar. You can give securely online by visiting counterculturemom.com or by texting the word DONATE to the number 55444. That's counterculturemom.com or text the word DONATE to the number 55444. Every dollar is doubled. If you love this show, you can stay up to date on the latest critical issues affecting your family by catching all of our weekly episodes with resource links, signing up for our e-newsletter, and downloading our Counterculture Mom app, where you get timely pop culture alerts. Visit counterculturemom.com for more details. And be sure to join us next week for another edition of the Counterculture Mom Show with Tina Griffin, where we are rewriting Hollywood script for our kids. 